What's up, weirdos? Come on in, take a load off, get comfortable, because you have found yourself in the Weirdoverse. I'm your host, J.D. Ross, conductor of this train of weirdness, and you are, of course, listening to Weird Wide, your favorite digital cult. Hope everyone's having a great week. Uh, I'm not going to lie, weirdos, uh, it's been uh, it's been a trying week, to say the least. Uh, it's been super long, uh, seems like everything that could go wrong did go wrong, so while I'm definitely exhausted right now uh it is great to be here taking you all on this journey with me today uh it's funny you know i record these episodes ahead of time and uh for this one it'll be at least a week before this hits the air so by the time this episode drops yeah i could be in the middle of a much better week uh, time is funny like that isn't it taking you to the future from the past well, I can almost definitely assure you that future JD is in a much better mood of things as things have been heading towards better lately. I've been making some upgrades uh, to the show. Like I said, uh, you know, Weird Wide is completely DIY. Uh, it's a one-man gig from start to finish. So I am constantly working on little improvements and leveling up, so to speak. I've been busy working on the online presence. Uh, so if you feel compelled to go check out the new official space on the interwebs, uh, go to www.weirdwide.com. Uh, you can get every episode there. Plus, I'm working on adding more stuff to the site. Uh, eventually, I'll have like you know character bios uh, for all the wacky characters that the Weirdo versus host too. Like I said, you know I'm a one man band, so if it doesn't come together as fast as I'd like, uh, you know that's cool. That's cool. Um, I'm also kind of just saying that to myself because uh, you know I have no idea what I managed to to get to as far as working on the site. You know by the by the time that you hear this, so we'll find out. Time, total mindfuck. Now on to today's weirdness. We're going slightly into the current event spectrum on this one. Uh, a dude that has been in the news a lot lately for all the wrong reasons. Uh, he's kind of, he's always kind of in the news though, I guess. Uh, megalomaniac, egomaniac, uh, apparently regular maniac, and possibly burgeoning cult leader. Uh, not the fun kind like me. Today we're talking about Kanye West. Uh, and I know that... Uh, I know that he's uh, legally changed his name to Yee or Ye or whatever it is. Uh, so, you know, there's there's Kanye West, there's Yee, there's Ye, there's Yeezus, there's all kinds of names. I don't know what the fuck he's actually officially called. So he's just gonna he's gonna get called Kanye. So if anybody has an issue with that, just I'm just addressing that now. Just calm the fuck down. Uh, wasn't even kidding about the God thing though. He did declare himself a God in a song that I read uh, quote online. Uh, he had. Uh, deified himself with such confidence that he spoke it into being that's some seriously fucked up shit right there like you could just speak yourself into deification it's a level of confidence that even i don't necessarily have now while i'm not going to go super deep into who he is every because yeah everyone knows who kanye west is uh so i'm just going to go kind of briefly over that uh instead we're going to be focused on more of uh, some of the crazy shit that he's pulled over the years uh some of the insane shit that he's in the middle of right now and some wild theories about where his future might be heading so kanye was born in atlanta to parents ray and donda and moved to chicago with his mom uh, and actually even lived in china for a while which i didn't i didn't realize uh as donda was actually a professor of english and she taught at a school in china uh, Donda was pretty instrumental in West becoming as, as successful as he did. Uh, she noticed he had an interest in artistic pursuits from a very young age. Uh, and in his early teens, he began to write songs and uh, Donda actually paid for uh, studio time around, uh, around the age of 15. He got his first sampler and began playing around with making beats. Now, after high school, uh, Kanye attended Chicago's American Academy of Art. 
uh, but decided to drop out at age 20 uh, because the class load got in the way of his making music. He decided he would go with his passion as opposed to the choice that society generally says to go. Uh, obviously, he went on to become one of the most well-known figures in the music industry. Uh, so sometimes you do have to follow those passions. So far, this story is pretty inspirational, actually. Uh, you know, a guy comes from middle class, works on his craft, commits to it um, through a combination of uh, determination, talent, encouragement, and a little bit of luck. Goes on to crush all of his dreams. I love it. It's fucking beautiful. Now, I I will admit, I'm not a huge fan of the guy. Uh, I knew of him as a personality before I ever heard any of his music. And uh, it's just never really touched me, per se. Uh, but, you know, you have to respect what he has managed to accomplish. So where did it all go wrong? Well, for one thing, fame and massive success can really fuck with your mind. You know, if you constantly have an echo chamber the size that someone in his position can get, it is hard to not let that go to your head. Massive crowds chanting your name every night, everyone in your life telling you how great you are, and you having success after success just eventually makes you feel invincible. That could fuck with anyone. And Kanye is far from the first person to ever let fame go to their head in major ways. Uh, John Lennon used to claim that he was bigger than Jesus. And you know what? For his time, he might have been. Uh, people loved and still do love the Beatles. Uh, and I don't have any record sales versus Bible sales in the 60s and 70s to compare, so who knows? Anyway. So a lot of people say that uh, unchecked mental health is a big contributing factor to a lot of his behavior. Uh, and this would be a great spot for a BetterHelp ad, but I'm not currently sponsored by BetterHelp. So uh, if someone is able to get BetterHelp in touch with me, maybe we can talk sponsorships. Uh, weirdwidepodcast at gmail.com. So officially, Kanye was diagnosed with bipolar disorder in 2016. Uh, though it was not officially uh, publicly publicly revealed until 2018. So bipolar disorder is a mental disorder that takes someone through uh, periods of depression, followed by periods of abnormally elevated moods that can last from days to weeks. During a manic bipolar episode, the person often makes very impulsive decisions with no regards for consequences. Uh, one of the things that seemed to lead to a medical in intervention that year was a strange moment of paranoia where West abruptly stopped a concert and pleaded with Jay-Z, who I don't believe was there, uh, to not send killers after him. So pretty fucking intense. Now, I'm not sure if he's bipolar one or two. There is a difference, but I'm not a doctor and I don't really know what the difference is. Now, Kanye actually has a strange relationship with his mental health because he has flip flops several times on the matter about where he stands mentally on his 2018 album ye he discussed his pipe he discussed his bipolar disorder uh calling it a superpower but only months after a meeting with then president trump in the oval office for some reason west said that it wasn't actually bipolar disorder but it was sleep deprivation uh and goes on this insane rant that ends with him talking about some new plane that he's designed uh here is here is the full clip of that of that experience. One of the things we got to set is Ford to have the highest design, the dopest cars, the most amazing. I don't really say dope. I don't say negative words and try to flip them. We just say positive, lovely, divine, universal words. So the flyest, freshest, most amazing car. And what we want to start with is, uh, I, 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 brought a, I brought a gift with me right here. Um, this right here is the iPlane One. It's a hydrogen-powered uh, airplane, and this is what our president should be flying in. Look at this jerk. 
We'll get rid of Air Force One. Can we get rid of Air Force One? No, you don't like that. Well, well we're going to have Apple, an American company, work on this plane with. But you know what I don't like about, it's not that I don't like, what I, what I need Saturday Night Live to improve on or what I need the liberals to improve on is, if he don't look good, we don't look good. This is our president. He has to be the freshest, the flyest, the flyest planes, the best factories, and we have to make our core be in power. We have to bring jobs into America because our best export is entertainment and ideas. But when we make everything in China and not in America, then we're cheating on our country. And we're putting people in positions to have to do illegal things to end up in the cheapest factory ever, the, uh, the prison system. I'll tell you what, that was pretty impressive, folks. <laughs> okay. Now, I know Kanye is always trying to say that he's a genius. But would a genius, uh, but would a genius's phone password be just five zeros that he'd be allowed to see on live television? Come on. Okay, so now that we've got a little bit of background on the guy, let's check out a timeline of his controversies over the years and take a look at his most recent hijinks as well as where some of the madness just might be going. Okay, so let's go back to 2005 in the wake of Hurricane Katrina. Wes was a presenter at a benefit concert called the Concert for Hurricane Relief. He presented alongside Mike Myers discussing aid for New Orleans. Uh, the pair apparently had a prepared script they were reading, which Kanye began to deviate from. Mike Myers was visibly a bit shook uh, at Kanye going off script as he began to rant about the media portrayal of black people versus white people in the aftermath of the devastation. Uh, Myers did his best to stay on track, uh, and it culminated with the famous line, George Bush doesn't care about black people, which uh, then cut to a confused Chris Tucker who recovered and went on with the broadcast. Now look, were mistakes made by the Bush administration during Hurricane Katrina? Sure. Are black people historically uh, portrayed negatively in the media? Absolutely. So while this does fall under his list of controversies, on some level, uh, you know, I can kind of appreciate his approach. He was feeling a certain kind of way about the situation. His passion got the better of him, and he went off script and used it as a platform. No one was expecting it. It was live, and it is what it is. I would say that all it really did was make him kind of come off as a little bit unreliable as a performer. Like, there are times to be professional and there's times not to. He said in 2008 that uh, he would be remembered as the voice of this generation. Let's hope not. In 2013, uh, he caught a lot of shit for performing in Kazakhstan, performing at the wedding of the grandson of Nursultan Nazarbayev. Probably just fucked that name up. Uh, the president at the time, who was well-known uh, for being uh, pretty authoritarian. Uh, Kazakhstan has one of the poorest records in the world for human rights. Uh, he had previously refused to perform in Arizona a few years prior, boycotting stop-and-search laws targeting Ill illegal aliens. But apparently when the president of Kazakhstan offers $3 million for a one-day performance, your moral compass gets a little bit more flexible. A little bit hypocritical. <laughs> In 2016, he tweeted, Bill Cosby innocent. He just seems like he's all over the place. Like when you look at his nonsense throughout the years, it paints a very erratic picture, like very chaotic and very probably irritating to be around. I imagine it's irritating to be around. 
In 2018, he went into weird mass victim-blaming territory, uh, commenting on slavery lasting 400 years and saying, that sounds like a choice. He tried to cover his tracks on it, uh, tried to act like he was making a statement about being enslaved mentally. Uh, but like, bro, that was that was kind of part of the whole deal. Like, you know, that's why there are still such long reaching issues in those communities today. Uh, I just feel like, you know, someone that goes out of their way to try to convince the world that he's so brilliant. You know, he, he's kind of a fucking moron. Now, over the course of the years, he has also compared himself to larger figures throughout history. Walt Disney, Thomas Edison, Socrates, William Wallace, Willy Wonka, Michelangelo. And like, OK, now I, I assume he means the artist Michelangelo. But like, couldn't you also see him like talking about the Ninja Turtle? The only thing that like makes me think that he's not talking about the Ninja Turtle is like I feel like he wouldn't just claim Michelangelo. Like I feel like if if like you were to ask Kanye who his favorite Ninja Turtle is, he would probably say that he's all for Ninja Turtles and Master Splinter because he's so brilliant. Hmm. Now we talked about professionalism earlier. And one of Kanye's trademark dick moves is that he cannot be cool at an award show. Uh, the first one goes back to the 2004 uh, American Music Awards when Gretchen Wilson won Best New Artist. Uh, and Kanye was all kinds of pissed off about it and stormed out of the auditorium. Later saying, I definitely feel like I was robbed. Uh, I was the Best New Artist this year. It's a very toddler throwing a temper tantrum thing to do. And it makes him come, come off like a spoiled little bitch, if I'm being honest. And I'm sorry, love it or hate it, but like Gretchen Wilson blew up the radio that year that was the year that redneck woman came out like do you remember that fucking song you couldn't get a white girl to stop singing that fucking song that year it was obnoxious i'm a redneck woman i know how class brown that shit's in my head like it's like i can't i i i know all the lyrics to that song because i've heard it so many fucking times people loved it so Gretchen won. Uh, I don't remember a single song of Kanye's like that hit that hard, if I'm being honest. When the 2006 Grammy nominations were announced, uh, he was kind of preemptive about it, saying that uh, he would really have a problem if he didn't win album of the year. Like, fuck you, dude. That same year when Touch the Sky did not win best video at the MTV Europe Awards and We Are Your Friends by Justice and Simeon did. I don't know that. I don't know that fucking song. I guess it was big in Europe. Kanye rushed onto the stage, arguing that he should have won. Like, honestly, how has no one punched him in the face over this kind of shit yet? In 2007, he blamed racism for not getting picked to open the MTV Video Music Awards, with Britney Spears being chosen instead. He bitched that his song Stronger was made to open the uh, award show with, which I, I feel like really illustrates where he is mentally. Like, thinking that your song was just, like, made to be an opener for an award show... It's just real center of the universe kind of shit. He vowed to never go back to MTV, but he totally did. Uh, he tried to say that they picked Britney Spears to exploit her for ratings. And it's like, yeah. Like, that's kind of the whole point. Like, like if you're a genius, don't. how do you not know that? Like, that's why they don't just grab some random dude off the street to present. They want to bring in a crowd because a crowd equals money. Like, a genius would know that. Right? Am I crazy here? Am I crazy here? No. In 2009, at the MTV Video Music Awards, he did probably the most famous stage disruption when 
Taylor Swift won for best uh, female video for You Belong With Me. Yeezy bursts onto the stage in the middle of Taylor giving her in the middle of Taylor giving her acceptance speech, grabbed the mic out of her hand and said, I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the greatest videos of all time. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, in what universe is that an acceptable action? Beyonce must have been like beyond embarrassed at that point. Uh, she was super cool to Taylor Swift, though, uh, when she won a different award later in the evening. Uh, uh she called taylor up to the stage to finish her award speech uh but it, it did it kind of came off a little bit like a publicity stunt he was apparently removed from the rest of the show all right so uh it, it looks like weird wide is getting a phone call hello you are on weird wide hey jd uh this is definitely not kanye west uh okay uh, i'm gonna let you finish but kanye west is the greatest musician of all time uh, who, who, who is this? This is just a fan of the brilliant genius that is Yeezy. It, is, th is this Yeezy? What? No, I said this is definitely not Kanye. This is Kanye's biggest fan. Oh, okay, okay, so... I just came to let everyone know how genius he is. Yee for president, 2024. Yee for president in 2024, okay. Um, well, fan of Kanye, uh, just, just got a note. Do you like fish sticks? <laughs> All right. So weird. Why does Collins now? Super fun. Uh, that was definitely not Kanye. Anyway. So it seems like up until recently, uh, he'd been more, really more annoying than anything else. Like he ruined some award shows generally seemed to irritate everyone around him with his giant fucking ego. But in the last few years, things kind of took a turn in a more unsettling territory. So as not Kanye suggested just now, uh, the real Kanye actually did throw his hat in the ring as a potential for president, like actual president of the United States in 2020. Uh, he didn't run on Republican or a Democrat ticket, uh, instead under his own party, which he called the birthday party. Because, and I quote, when I win, it's everybody's birthday. Like, dude. Dude actually thought that was clever. Like, you know, in Roman times, like they, when a general would have like a victory parade and they'd be going down the, down, down the street and everybody would be cheering and shit and he's being celebrated down the street. He'd have a little guy standing next to him whose entire job was to keep saying to him, remember thou art mortal. Remember thou art mortal. Remember thou art mortal. Like, just so that like he wouldn't get a swelled head. That should be a celebrity assistant job. You need to be able to hire a childhood buddy that knows exactly who you are and can make fun of you and keep your ass grounded because the birthday party is the result of a guy who believes that he shits rainbows and has never, ever checked on it. And we end up with, with a dumbass concept like the birthday party. Sorry, it's fucking stupid. The frightening part is he actually got votes. He received over 70,000 votes uh, and of the candidates officially on the ballot, uh, he actually wasn't the person that got the lowest amount of votes. Don Blankenship, representing the Constitution Party, only got 60,000. So he came second to last. Uh, getting getting that much in the first place should terrify you. What What's the draw of electing celebrities? I, I don't get it. If, if I'm ever famous, like if this show ever goes anywhere, don't elect me for shit. I'm, I, I am here to tell weird tales. Weird journeys 
with a little bit of sarcasm, some character acting, and just other random shit. Don't elect me for shit. Don't do it. He has said numerous times that he would run in 2024, and uh, I suppose that remains to be seen as of this uh, as of this recording. Call me crazy, but I just don't think somebody that can't manage to contain himself when an award show doesn't go his way probably should not be handed the nuclear football. Uh, that's just one one podcaster's opinion, I guess. Now, like I said, 2022 uh, seemed to really show a darker side of Yi. Uh, he had previously been married to Kim Kardashian, and publicly their marriage was showing cracks at least as far back as 2020. Uh, with Kanye making public statements at, at a presidential rally that he uh, he considered an abortion uh, when Kim had been pregnant at one point. He also accused the Kardashian family of trying to lock him up. Uh, they honestly probably were trying to get him committed at one point. I'm sure Chris Jenner noticed that Yeezy was drifting towards a brand of crazy that could actually start to damage uh, her daughter's reputation. And Chris Jenner is the ultimate momager. I'm sure Chris was initially stoked about Kim marrying Kanye because such a high profile coupling can and did work in the favor for the family. But I have to imagine that Chris had a lot of conversations with Kim near the end, trying to convince her to bounce. In January 2021, the couple was openly discussing divorce. And a month later, Kim officially filed the paperwork, uh, citing irreconcilable differences. I'm not sure if I've ever heard of a celebrity couple filing uh, for divorce under any other reason. They agreed to a joint custody of their kids, and on several occasions throughout the year, uh, Kanye made public statements suggesting he wished he and Kim were still together, uh, clearly showing that Kim had 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 enough of his shenanigans and he was the one that got left. So enter the Pete Davidson situation. Kim was declared legally single in March 2022, uh, but had been seen publicly with uh, Pete Davidson as far back as October from the previous year after an appearance on Saturday Night Live. They were uh, Facebook official, I guess, uh, in November 2021, and Yeezy did not approve. Clearly unstable and big mad that he lost his lady, uh, he unleashed unleashed a deluge of posts attacking Pete, uh, harassed both Pete and Kim and probably anyone else in, in their orbit, uh, and even referenced Davidson in his song Easy, spelled E-A-Z-Y, uh, saying, God saved me from the crash so that I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. The music video even had a claymation Pete Davidson that was kidnapped and decapitated. Again, definitely seems stable enough to have access to the nuclear codes. I'm sure Pete loved all that. Um, I actually read that he was like in trauma therapy because of all the shit that Kanye did, put him through. Kanye would would uh, refer to Pete Davidson as skeet, which uh, apparently means a skinny, pale, white boy that took your girl. I'm not going to lie. Like, if it came down to just pure one-on-one between Kanye and Pete Davidson, I feel like Pete would ruin Kanye. Davidson is 6'3", Kanye's only 5'8", uh, and yes, Pete is skinny, but he comes off as, like, wiry. So, like, I, I really don't think that I don't think the Yeezy wants that smoke. All right, so let's look at more recent events. This year, seemingly out of nowhere, Ye started switching gears into high gear for the cult leader vibe. So when you think of Kanye West, do you immediately think, my kids should definitely be getting their education from that guy? Well, if you said yes, uh, then I'm going to want you to stop making decisions and get an adult involved. But Kanye founded the Donda Academy a private school named after his late mother, Donda. 
Like, do you ever stop and think about just how insane the simulation we live in has actually gone? Like, the guy that can't get through an award show without interrupting it has run for president and started a school, like, where real human children are taught. The Donde Academy is unaccredited. Uh, I don't think they're seeking accreditation uh, and teaches pre-K through 12th grade. It's located in Simi Valley, California, on the site of the now defunct Simi Valley Stone Ridge Preparatory School. So much to unpack here. Let's start with who's in charge of the school. So it has been difficult to get some insight into the full scope of things at Donda Academy. Rolling Stone did, an, uh, did a look into it, and the principal is listed as Brianne Campbell. Uh, apparently, Campbell uh, is also in charge of the school's choir program. Uh, and she is 28 years old and enrolled in a master's degree program earlier this year. But she also apparently has no real teaching experience, aside from running a business where she taught music out of her apartment. Uh, so it is a little odd to have someone who doesn't have any in-classroom experience in teaching running an entire school. I couldn't find much else about Campbell, so it is tough to ascertain if she actually is qualified or not. Now, second red flag uh, is when you enroll your kid, you're required to sign a non-disclosure agreement. I can't really see the reason for an NDA with a school. Um, as I said, it's not accredited, so their entire curriculum is, prevent is, pr is protected by the NDA, uh, which does set off alarm bells for me. Secrecy does seem to be a pretty big part of the school's culture. Uh, when Rolling Stone reached out to get more info, most of the employees and uh, people near it refused to give interviews. Uh, they were also apparently scrambling to hire more teachers before the official school year began. Also, Kanye's own kids don't actually go to the school. Uh, Kim has them going uh, to Sierra Canyon School, which is uh, pretty high in school. A lot of uh, celebrities have sent their kids there. LeBron James' kid, Willow Smith, Alec Baldwin's kid, etc., um, he uh, has also at one point been quoted as saying, I haven't actually read any books. Eating is like Brussels sprouts to me, bro. Come on. Like, come the fuck on. How are you going to, how are you going to sound like a 10 year old? Like you, you, you don't read and don't eat your vegetables. Like, how is that person allowed anywhere near a school? Jesus. Now let's look at what they teach. Uh, the curriculum includes Christianity, which uh, right, right, right there, massive red flag, massive, massive red flag for me. Like, so they're they're, they're teaching uh, they're teaching a religion. So you know, there's you know, I, I know there's private schools that teach like that are religious based, but that those are always red flag for me. Like, I'm sorry, that's 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 creepy shit. Uh, then there's language arts, math and science, as well as world languages, visual arts and film, choir, and I shit you not, parkour. You had me with the other ones, like different languages. Awesome. Artistic stuff. Yeah. You have children of celebrities in California. Of course, you're going to want artistic stuff. But parkour, parkour. What the fuck, dude? I get these sound like they were just like, it sounds like a child put this shit together. Like a child's idea of what a school should be. Either that or it sounds like what I believe he is attempting to head towards, which is weird cult leader. Uh, so you're teaching your kids practical things, but you sneak in parkour. Maybe under the table, you're also teaching ninjutsu or some shit, right? Uh, you're teaching them how to fight, but also how to be sneaky and oddly good at physical situations. It's like Assassin's Creed. 
teaching kids to scale walls and kill in the night uh like it makes me wonder if kanye played assassin's creed the game like the game series and was like i'll secretly open assassin academies and i can use them to gain power in my political career like honestly it's fucked it, 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 could, could you see it i could see it i could absolutely see it now another reason i go to cult leader with this is because like he doesn't want this to be just a one shot he wants to have donda academies across the nation uh, just training a small army of assassins in every corner of America. Uh, they also apparently have a pretty solid basketball team as well. So that, that's something. Kanye is also in the process of buying Parler, the conservative media site, uh, as of October of this year. Honestly, what is it? What is it with people buying social media sites right now? Uh, Elon Musk just bought Twitter. Kanye is buying Parler. That should actually scare you. That should actually like scare you at least to some degree uh the fact that social media platforms uh they do have real world impact uh on, on information and controlling the narrative can be very beneficial to someone in a nefarious position seeking more and more power uh they've literally controlled the outcome of elections but that's an entire episode in and of itself so Yi has been trending towards the alt-right in the last couple of years so parlor does actually make sense it is pretty on brand for him uh parlor is rather infamous even prior to the announcement uh it's a hub of ultra conservative people and tends to have a lot uh more of the extreme alt-right content there uh the january 6th attack on the capitol was uh, largely coordinated on parlor uh as yeah as, as other sites were cracking down on propaganda that's where a lot of the shit uh went down uh the deal is expected to close in quarter four of 2022 now, speaking of his drifting into more alt-right ideals, uh, he is rubbing elbows more and more with people on the far right. Seems to have been come, he seems to have become come close with Candace Owens, who is a conservative mouthpiece. Uh, they stirred the pot by wearing a shirt that read "White Lives Matter," uh, which, according to the Anti-Defamation League, is a white supremacist slogan that was created as a mocking of Black Lives Matter, uh, and is literally just there to stir shit up. And then there's his anti-Semitism. Uh, 2022 uh, actually isn't the first time he's gotten weirdly anti-Semitic. Uh, as far back as 2013, made an insinuation about Jews having all the money, and it came off as like the old stereotype of you know Jewish people have all the power, pulling all the strings of society from behind the curtain. He did apologize for that. Then in 2022, uh, he he went just went right back off the rails with an Instagram post uh, saying that P Diddy is controlled by the Jews. Uh, he was locked out of Insta for that and immediately went on to Twitter saying he was going to, quote, go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. DEFCON, not DEFCON as in defense condition, but DEFCON, like dead, you're dead, death, you're dead. Now, the big issue with uh, someone like Kanye is that he has a lot of reach on a platform like that. Uh, and when you combine all of that, Parler, White Lives Matter, DEFCON 3, it all comes off as a call to action for extremists on the far right. Uh, this kind of shit uh, is literally how the Holocaust happened. Uh, things like this are proven to be harmful. So, again, it's terrifying to think of him having real political power. Uh, a bunch of reports started coming out about instances where Yi has spewed a bunch of anti-Semitic garbage from interviews that had not been aired due to the disgusting nature of them to guest appearances on TV, uh, TV shows that were pulled. Um, Yi's bullshit actually has already empowered some hate groups. Uh, the neo-Nazi group, the Goyam Defense League, led a protest in Los Angeles hanging a banner over a highway overpass. 
that said Kanye was right about the Jews and giving Nazi salutes. So, yeah, anyone that argues that hate speech like that doesn't have any real world consequences, either a dumbass or just has their head so far buried uh, that buried in the sand that they just can't see. They just they just refuse to see. Luckily, he is at least to some degree being held liable for his bullshit. Uh, Yeezy had lucrative deals with several companies. uh, So let's look at uh, who has cut ties uh, because he had several lucrative deals with several companies. Uh, Goodwill, apparently uh, Goodwill is removing anything Kanye related and just throwing it in the trash. Uh, It's pretty bad when uh, you can't get Goodwill to carry your shit. Uh, Madame Tussauds, you know, the creepy celebrity wax museum, the one in London, uh, they took his wax figure out. Peloton won't allow any of his music uh, on the platform. Skechers, Adidas, Gap have all dropped him. Def Jam Records, Vogue, hell, even JP Morgan. That's not even an extensive list. I mean, there's more coming out every day. Uh, Also, I totally forgot to mention that uh, Kanye was at one point recently talking shit about Lizzo. And you know what? Fuck you. Lizzo is a goddess. And I will not I will not tolerate anyone talking about my girl that way. No one. And finally, perhaps the most terrifying piece of it all, especially when you connect the rest of this nonsense, is that Kanye is planning his own self-contained communities. In the midst of all his controversy, the anti-Semitic talk definitely being the most extreme, he is planning mini-cities that he is apparently calling ecosystems. So clever. Um, Definitely the thought of a genius right there. Uh, apparently, ecosystems uh, have been in his stratosphere for a few years now, and there have been talks with major players in the real estate world. He wants to develop a self-sustained enterprise that has its own branded homes, as well as retail stores that have ecosystem branded food and beverages. Okay, so a city that Yeezy controls and produces something. Uh, While keeping the residents fed with food and drink branded to him, so controlled by him, uh, tell me I'm not the only one getting bad vibes. Tell me you can't see giant posters of him all over the city like a South American dictator. Um, Tell me you can't see them having a badge that you have to scan to get to different parts of the city and you can't actually leave the city without permission. There's absolutely a Jim Jones vibe here. Like, you cannot convince me that this doesn't either end in mass suicide or go like the on Shinrikyo route and lead to some weird uh, violent revolution. This definitely has terrifying potential, but what becomes of it remains to be seen. As with the rest of the saga of the artist formerly known as Kanye West, right now things seem to be looking worse and worse for him and uh, hope someone in his life uh, helps, helps, get, helps him get the help that he clearly needs, but... At the rate it's going, it's not looking great. As Kanye West uh, drifts further and further from reality, uh, we just have to keep watching, uh, probably being more and more shocked as time goes on. Uh, What is frightening to think is that maybe, just maybe, we're just all trapped on this planet with Kanye West. Wild to think about. Well, thanks for getting weird with me. Uh, make sure that you, uh, if you're enjoying the show, that you leave a five-star review. really helps the weirdo-verse. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that follow button. Leave a comment. Don't be shy. You know, I love interacting. Uh, I have a few regular weirdos that are commenting uh, you know, uh, pretty often, and you know, I love you all for that. Uh, so get in the conversation. We don't bite. Hard. Tell your friends about Weird Wide. Uh, Kanye isn't the only one that can start a cult here. We're going to start one, too. Uh, We need to get new members that can be drinking on the Kool-Aid here. Sipping on that Kool-Aid. Come on. Come on. Come get some Kool-Aid. 
you have any ideas for an episode or you just want to talk, you can email me at weirdwidepodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Insta or TikTok as Dudas Weirdo. Uh, I answer all DMs on there, so come on, uh, say hi. Come tell me a secret. Yeah. Come tell me something weird about yourself. Tell me what scares you. Tell me what you believe the meaning of life is. Join me next week for another trip into the Weirdoverse. And until then, keep it weird. <laughs>